Okay, let's get this done. I have to be inside today. Uh, it is raining in my studio. And remember I made that comment, it's raining in my studio a few weeks ago and somebody thought I had a leak in my roof. It doesn't mean I have a leak in my roof. I do my live feeds outside. And so when it's raining outside, it's raining in my studio. And so um, it is raining outside. So I am doing my live feed from inside the house today because it seems to be a little bit better, drier, more complete place to be today. So looks like we're getting a good crowd from Facebook. I appreciate that. I appreciate y'all jumping in here this morning. Uh, I've already seen five, six, seven people show up. And so I really appreciate you coming in and joining us today. But I'm going to stay dry. I'm going to stay inside where it's dry. I want to talk about facts. Introduced yesterday the fact that I would be talking about facts this week. And I had a pretty good long live feed yesterday talking about how important it is that we have accuracy in our facts. And Tanya says, good evening, Eric. And the reason is because she's in Australia and it is really late at night there. So, um, so let's get started here. I want to talk about facts for a little bit because facts are extremely important. I'm going to tell you some stories later in the week about facts that have gotten in the way. And um, <clears throat> so we'll bring that up later on. But today, I want to read you a quote from Napoleon Hill. I really like this, and I'm going to take this quote apart piece by piece as we go. And, um, and, and I, have some, I have some biases I want to talk about. Because bias is one of those things that it's really going to help you to get to the accuracy of the facts if you can recognize the biases that you have. You aren't always going to be able to get rid of them, but you certainly have to be able to recognize them. So listen carefully as I read this quote. If you're in the process of your schooling, let me stop right there. I really like the fact that Napoleon Hill has identified this as schooling. We made a change several years ago, well, probably almost a century ago now, and started calling this thing that we do when we go to that building where we sit in a classroom and somebody pours information at us. We started calling that education. I like it better when it's schooling. You're going through a process. You may or may not leave educated. That's another story. But but I, I like the comment. If in the process of your schooling, you've been taught how to think accurately, how to overcome prejudices, that's one of those biases, uh, which are attached to race, to creed, to politics, and the like, how to see that nothing but facts impress themselves upon your mind. Now, there was a transition that took place with Napoleon Hill. He changed that later on to nothing but accurate facts. Because there are facts that are easily manipulated. And so, later in his writing, he addresses those accurate facts. Because the accuracy of facts are extremely important. So... If you've been trained how to keep all senses, all sense impressions which do not arise out of truth, you are very fortunate because you are able to extract from your environment that which you can use to your best advantage in developing your personality into exactly what you want it to be. And so facts are extremely important. I don't care what you're doing. It really doesn't matter what you do. Facts are important. 
whether you're exercising your right as a citizen to vote, whether you are are uh, uh, talking with a, a teacher at school, or whatever it is that you're doing, your encounter with other people needs to be based upon the accurate facts. Facts that are beneficial to the conversation. Facts that are based upon truth. Not facts that are manipulated. Remember yesterday I talked about the three types of facts. Manipulated facts. Facts that are not relevant. And then accurate facts. We have a lot of facts that are not relevant. I listened this morning. I started, I'm listening this week for illustrations of what I'm talking about on these live feeds. And so good morning to all of you who are telling me good morning. I appreciate that. I really appreciate you coming in and, and joining us today. And thank you for that. But I listened this morning and a reporter was asking the FEMA manager for the, the, the Irma hurricane uh, reporting, which has now gone inland and basically dissipated. It was supposed to uh, land here. We're having almost nothing. We're getting a little rain right now and that's about it. I mean, the wind is blowing about as hard as it's coming out of my breath. So uh, it, it, it's changed. But the point is this. She said, obviously, this hurricane is the result of climate change. Now, that's setting an agenda. We talked about that yesterday, that facts that are driven by an agenda. Now, how do you make that statement? You're, you're making a statement in the process of asking a question. So listen carefully to those kinds of things because they reveal a bias. Her purpose in asking the question was when, and she went on to say, so when are, when's FEMA going to shift its, its, its resources to trying to help reduce climate change? It's like, okay, you have a, a, a complete agenda. Fortunately, the two people who were answering the questions decided not to pursue that and instead talk about preparedness, which I think is a far more important issue than trying to do something as ridiculous as turning this into a political statement. We had hurricanes centuries ago and have always had hurricanes. To make this leap and to take that bias, and that's what I want to talk about today, the biases that get in our way, we have to first of all recognize that all of us have them. We all have biases. When, when, when somebody makes a, 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 a comment like that about climate change, it immediately triggers my bias. It's like, that's BS. Well, it may or may not be, but that's, that's what goes through my head. So I've got to be very careful at what I say. It, it, and, and Paul's saying just because Al Gore said it doesn't mean it's a fact. That's true. I have to be, but I have to be careful that that bias doesn't get in my way and prevent me from being able to see things accurately. And everybody has to recognize that people come from a, they have biases, they have prejudices, they have things that prevent them from being able to see things accurately. And recognizing that you have those. Now, one of the adv huge advantages I had when I, when I, I taught high school debate was you're teaching your students how to flip sides. At one point they're going to have, they're going to take this side 
an hour and 20 minutes later, they're going to take the other side. You, you're going to have to take these arguments and flip sides. And that really helps them to understand, hey, I really fell in love with my, 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 my position when I was in the affirmative, and now I have to take the negative side. And, and I, I, so they start filtering everything through their bias. So understanding that we have biases makes a huge difference. Talking with somebody in my family one time and they said, oh, so-and-so is an idiot. I said, really? <laughs> I mean, seriously, idiot doesn't describe anything. Just because he holds a political office that, that with a different politic than you do doesn't automatically make him an idiot. That's a bias that gets injected into the conversation. It's not valuable. People that I disagree with are not, are not idiots. And it doesn't help us to call them idiots. It, 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 it doesn't help the conversation and it doesn't help because there's a fundamental rule here about accuracy, about accuracy and truth. There's a fundamental rule that I want you to get a hold of. You get more of what you reinforce. So if I automatically think that people who disagree with me, if I automatically think they're idiots, it prevents me from being able to listen to any argument that comes from anybody who looks, talks, walks, and acts like them. And, or, or goes to, uh, or came from the same school, or, or whatever we attach significance to. So it's really, we, we're going to get more of what we reinforce. So if I continue to reinforce the idea that I'm close-minded to that concept, I'll never get to the accuracy of the truth. One of the things I taught my students to do when I taught debate was that you, you've got to dig deeper, look deeper at the question. There may be a reason why that person's making that statement. Maybe it's coming from their agenda. The problem with high school debate was that every single argument had equal weight. So you would have to dig deeper and, and find a way to refute that when it had equal weight. Not all arguments have equal weight. Not all statements have equal value. And that's a, that's a topic for another day. But understand this, that when we can identify the fact that we have them, I can't say we can fix them. It's really hard to fix certain prejudices. It's really hard to fix certain biases. I have some built-in prejudices, not about race, some built-in prejudices about certain positions because of people that I've known who have held them. Now, you got to be aware of the fact that they're not an idiot. And it won't help me. I've got to, but I have to remind myself of that because I recognize that I have that bias or I recognize that I have that prejudice, that I have that feeling that comes up every time that person or that thing or that idea or that concept gets mentioned. Y'all know that I have, I have really promoted the CBD oil from Pure Spectrum. And the reason why I did that was because I know it can help. I know it can help. I see the value of it. It's right here. I can see the value of it. I know what it's done for me. And yet, because 
it's extracted from the hemp plant, people immediately make the connection with druggies. I'm not going to do that because that, or they're concerned that they're going to fail their drug test. Did you listen to the facts? Yeah, but they're not right. <laughs> really? Listen to the facts. Now, I can tell you my opinion about what's happened to me, and I've done that. But you got to get to the facts. Listen to the facts. Fact is, you're not going to flunk the drug test at work. That's a fact. It isn't going to happen. Well, it'll show up in a drug. No, it won't. That's not the truth. It's it, it, there's a there's a specific thing they're looking for, and that specific thing's not here. So you don't have that. We've got we can't. But the prejudices prevent people from getting help. It's not good. It won't benefit them. See, we we we've got prejudices. We've got biases that get in our way and the fact that they get in our way keep us from being able to deal with the truth and so today's live feed is all about making sure that we get to the accuracy of the facts that we not use the that we not manipulate situations like saying obviously this hurricane came from climate change I, I, I about fell out of my chair when I heard that this morning. I thought, what a perfect illustration for what I want to talk about today. A bias. She couldn't ask the question without the bias coming out. And too often times we hear ourselves superimposing our bias and our position onto people and onto information and onto the facts. And it, they become manipulated facts rather than accurate facts upon which, as Napoleon Hill said, we need to base. Let me read that again. Let me read that last sentence. You can use accurate facts to your best advantage in developing your personality into exactly that which you want it to be. You become the person who you want to be when you begin to build your life based upon the accuracy of the facts, not the narrowness of your position. With that said, I'm going to close today. Thank you so much for the comments. I've been watching them as they've come by. I will catch those at the tail end of this when I'm off the air. I will go back and address those comments. Uh, I didn't see anything I wanted to include in this morning's presentation, but I do want to make sure that you understand that the things that you say are extremely important to me. And I take them to, to, to heart deeply. I went through and looked at the comments made yesterday, and part of that helps me to formulate what I'm going to talk about the next day. Okay, so that we make sure that we keep this going in a direction that's helpful and beneficial to you. So if this live feed has been helpful and beneficial to you, it may also be to your friends. So don't hesitate to invite them, to share with them, to, to uh, share it to your page, to share it with other people. You can share it in a private message. Facebook makes all kinds of things possible for you. So uh, make sure that you get that out and that you're beneficial to other people, okay? Thank you for joining me today. I love you. I always appreciate my audience. I'll be talking to you in the comments very soon.